Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hello, I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, located in downtown Conroe in the lobby of the Conroe Tower. It is live streaming, IRLoneStar.com, FM 104.5, 106.1. Conroe Culture News on Facebook Live. So join us today as we're talking with my guest, Lindsay Miller of CASA. CASA Speaks for Kids that helps kids that are... Um, in the CPS custody, and they check on them, and they are the voice for the children in court. They are court-appointed special advocates. And in the second half, we will hear from Tiffany Iadora, I, uh, whatever, Tiffany, and she represents Gullo with Community Relations, both the Ford dealership and the Toyota dealership, and they also advocate for CASA. So it's a perfect combination. So find out how you can engage. This show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi with the Lake Conroe Realty Group. Roger Stein Chiropractic are located at 3033 West Davis on Highway 105 by Conroe High School and Taco Bells, treating everyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals, with a focus on natural, holistic healing, not only to relieve pain, but to achieve optimal health. Dr. Stacy Rogers holds certifications in adjusting extremities, arm, legs, hands, feet, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. If you are not a patient, here's the best thing. It's under $30 to go and see her. I think it's $29, something like that. And it all gets donated back to CASA. So go see Stacy Rogers, Roger Stein Chiropractic. They do have a bilingual physician, and she has two other physicians on staff. The Lake Conroe Group serves the greater Montgomery County as the best source for buying, selling, or investing in real estate. So if you don't know Vinny Sinisi, well, you need to get to know him because Sinisi is an easy name to remember. That's the Lake Conroe Group. So a few things going on around us this week. Well, school's in session. Conroe ISD is starting this week. So please be aware of school zones as you travel, especially the first week as everyone gets back to a more rigid schedule. Traffic might be a little heavier around the, the schools themselves as people, you know, are trying to navigate and parents are taking their kids to school. Willis ISD begins classes the following week. So what's happening around Conroe? Well, uh, you can practice your Ted Lasso trivia if you don't know who Ted Lasso is. He has the show that was on Apple TV. And trivia night at 202 Main at 6 p.m. Friday, August 11th. And stay and then stay to hear our amazing young lady. I believe she's only 14 years old. Peyton Riley will take the stage at 7.30 p.m. So see all their upcoming events on Facebook. Well, we know Pacific Yard House has great food, but did you know they serve 12 different salads and have daily specials on their menu? Most of them are about $10. So Monday is chicken strips, Tuesday tacos, Wednesday is ribeye steak, Thursday is catfish poor boy, Friday is chicken fried steak, and Saturday you can get a one-topping pizza, and Sunday is brunch until 3. If you haven't stepped in Pacific Yard House, it is time. View the menu at pacificyardhouse.com. 
So every Sunday you can catch Gospel Sunday Brunch with the Jim Sloan Band at the Red Brick Tavern starting at 1130. Make it a shopping and dining Sunday and stop at all three venues for food, drink, and music. The Hunchback of Notre Dame, presented by Christian Youth Theater, is starting uh, weekends Friday, August 11th at 7 through Sunday, August 20th at 2 p.m. with two performances on Saturday at 2 and 7. Christian Youth Theater is an after-school theater arts training program for students 5 to 18 years of age. Support youth theater, stay cool indoors, and be entertained. You can go to tickets at cythouston.org, and this show is at the Crichton Theater. Another thing you can do, registration for Conroe Cheer Stars is for youth 6 to 12 years of age, and that starts August 14th, registration. But the official practice starts October 9th. Youth will learn how to jump, do pyramids, and basic gymnastics to perform at CISD events. Practices on Mondays, 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Contact the CK Ray Recreation Center or online at cityconroe.org for more information. So have a wonderful school year. With that, we're going to take a quick break and hear from Lindsay Miller, Development Director, Director with CASA. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com. And we are back with Lindsay Miller, Development Director at CASA, or CASA Speaks Number 4 Kids.com. You can also find them by putting in the same thing, CASA Child Advocates of Montgomery County. Just Google CASA of Montgomery County, and it'll pop up anywhere in any search engine. So they've been around for quite some time, since 1992, I believe. Is that right, Lindsay? That's correct. And, you know, I used to be involved with CASA not in 1992, but I think it was around 2005, 2006 as an advocate, mm -hmm. and it was an amazing experience, and then I kind of ran out of time. I used to work with uh, Montgomery County Youth Services back in the day, and so now uh, you're with them. How long have you been with CASA? 
So I started with CASA in 2018 as a volunteer. Wow, um, quite so, a while. Yeah, so I've been a little over five years involved with the organization. Um, actually attended one of their fundraising galas and uh, knew immediately that I had to get involved in some way. Um, so was really passionate about what they were doing. So I um, signed up to do the training to become an advocate. And um, while I was doing that training, they asked me to volunteer chair their next fundraising gala. So um, their galas are spectacular. Yeah, so it's it's the biggest fundraiser that we do uh, every year, and uh-huh. accounts for a very large portion of our operating budget. So it's sure. a very important in, um, event. So they asked me to volunteer chair that event for them. I agreed. Uh, started the planning process for that, and uh, we broke fundraising records that year. So um, I stayed involved as a volunteer for a little bit longer, and then they asked me to come on uh, part-time just helping with events. And uh, as of this coming September, I will have been the full-time development director for two years with CASA. So, And I'm still an active advocate. I still volunteer. I still have an active case, have had cases from the beginning um, um, until now. So um, it's great because... I can do the fundraising events. I can, um, you know, uh, ask money, ask for money from donors. But I actually see the work firsthand because I'm doing that as well. You have feet so. on the ground as well. Yeah, so from a, all angles, exactly. And I, I noticed that now uh, you can have one case at a time, not multiple cases, which I think it wasn't that way when I was involved with Casa, which you're juggling around, and sometimes the families have. A lot of kids. Mm-hmm. When I was working on, had four kids under five, and all different fathers, and it was it was a lot. Uh, so I think that's great. And then I also noticed that. Well, we'll get back into it, but their training sessions are different. Conversations with Casa. That's kind of a very innovative approach to getting people engaged on their timeline of of programs. So Casa, um, what attracted you to Casa at first? Um, I think that I always thought my husband and I would actually foster. That was something that we thought we might do with our family. And um, we actually started the training classes to become certified to foster. And throughout that process of learning kind of what that looked like, um, we decided that maybe it wasn't really the right fit for our family. But I knew I wanted to get involved somehow in kids that were in foster care and and somehow be involved in their life and, and make a difference. So when I attended that gala, um, I think it was 2017, uh, I, and I heard this, they told a story about a family that they had helped, and I just, you know, tears streaming down my face and just knew, okay, this is, this is where I'm meant to, to get involved. So um, that was what initially attracted me. You're impacting lives. Yeah. And it, it's so amazing because when I like how they've kind of uh, changed, changed some of their tagline and that you're speaking for kids because that's literally – what you're doing when you hear the kids' stories and things that are going on and even what they don't tell you, the unspoken words and how you do represent them in court. And there's more credence and weight put on a CASA advocate than anybody else because they always have the child's best interests in mind. That's exactly right. So everyone in the courtroom, um, when we have hearings for their cases, you know, they have, they are appointed an attorney, the children are, mm-hmm. the, the, the bio parents have attorneys appointed to them, we have the state attorney that's representing CPS, so everybody there in, in one way or another is getting paid to be there too, that's the other thing, and, and we are volunteers, we are mm-hmm. strictly volunteers, um, and like you said, because we're assigned to just one case, unlike maybe the CPS caseworker who has multiple cases, mm-hmm. lots of children that they are dealing with, um, we are very focused on that one case, that one child or that one set of siblings. 
So we really do get to know everyone in the child's life and everything going on in that child's life, from education to medical to their therapies, um, all kinds of things in their life. And their their biological family, their, if they're placed with a foster family, we're getting to know every single person. And you go make visits, right? In we person. We do, yes. We visit the child at least once a month. Uh, we can go more, but in, at a minimum, we see them every single month. Um, and we see them in their placement. So wherever they're placed, we're making sure that their needs are being met, that they're getting what they need while they're placed at that in that. Do you placement. ever do unannounced visits? Um, we typically just we typically schedule with the with the families to go and see them. Um, that's that's how I've always done it at least. Um, but yeah, we're you know we can also go watch them play sports if they're playing soccer mm-hmm. or something. We can do that as well. But the main thing is we're putting eyes on them at least once a month, making sure that they're not falling through the cracks of the system. So when we go to court, yeah, and when we go to court, um, we make recommendations um, to the judge on anything that we think that that child might need at that point. And then at the end of their case, you know, we make a recommendation on where we feel like they should be permanently placed, where is the best place for them to be permanently placed. It's very rewarding. It is. You know you're really making a difference. Mm -hmm. What court is that? Um, it's CCL three. So, uh, judge okay. Amy Tucker, and okay. then she has an associate yeah, judge Riley. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, judge Tucker, um, is, is an incredible woman and, uh, I, it's always she an honor. Yes. You can tell when you stand in her courtroom that she truly does care about these families and the children and she wants to help in any way she can. That's great. So to be a court appointed special advocate, it requires training. You just don't show up. And you have, uh, not only do you have requirements for the training, but you have different opportunities for people to get to know more about CASA, which you're calling Conversations with CASA? Yeah, so Conversations with CASA are um, something that Shelly, our recruitment manager, she does those, and um, she'll have other CASA advocates join her for those too. So they're kind of set up regularly in different areas of town and at different um, times of the day so that it can accommodate I love that. anyone's very schedule. Innovative. Yeah, and so people can just show up there. If they have questions about CASA and what we do, if they are interested in getting more involved, they can just show up and ask their questions. And it's just very casual and just like conversations, exactly what it's called. So it's a great way for people who just aren't really sure exactly what CASA does or just might have a little more interest in getting to know um, more about what we do. So it's amazing. I looked at that, and like you have first Wednesday, you're at one location, and you're in Conroe in the morning, and then the second Wednesday, it's virtual, so if that works better in the evening. Right. And third Wednesday, you're in the woodlands in the morning, and then the fourth, you're in Wood Forest community. So all over at various times just to get to know. Wait, how long have, have you all been doing that? I'm actually not sure on how long that conversations. I know from since I've been around, they have been they have been going on because when I first really? looked at getting involved, um, that was one of the things I found on the website wow. was something I, I could I attend. Just, I think that's pretty amazing, and of course you have a better location now. We have a great location now because yes. I remember the old building. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. went in there. It's quite different where we are now. Yeah, we're in a we're in a historic home in downtown Conroe. Uh, we did a capital campaign. Um, about a year and a half ago, and we're able to purchase the building um, that is our office now. And That's right off of Phillips, isn't it? It's on Main Street, um, right by the Baptist Church. Uh, but yeah. right near Phillips yes. Street, going yes. the other way, which mm-hmm. is 105. Yes. Going east. Right, exactly. Wait, going west. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Going west. 
<laughs> Sorry, going west. Going I east have to look is at Davis. The to know for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I can picture it in my mind. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And that I know is, exactly where you're at. It is great because it's a it's a beautiful historic home that was mm-hmm. converted into office space, and um, it works really, really well for us. But the best part about it is it has allowed us to expand our services to the families that we serve. Um, where we were before was just typical commercial office space, but now small. we have um, the Amy Strifel uh, Garden, Community Garden, and it's a beautiful outdoor area with a gazebo. And nice. we, we've got um, a sensory garden path, and so we can actually have, we can host visits. We can host CPS visits with children and their parents in our garden area, or we have um, our TBRI coaching room also that we can also host visits in and um, it just allows us we can have our own events there Um, everything every space there is sort of flex so we can move things around and we can host donor events there in the evenings we can do our board meetings there it just allows us to do a lot more um, than our other space did so tell me what tbr is and coaching talk about that yeah so tbri stands for trust-based relational intervention and that is something that we are really um, working hard on on getting out to our community right now. It is a, a methodology out of TCU. Um, it was founded by Dr. Karen Purvis there. And it is essentially that uh, children who have experienced trauma in their lives, they, um, it actually changes their brain chemistry um, when they have trauma as a child. And that can be anything from a difficult pregnancy and birth all the way up to you know, being neglected as a baby or even, you know, all the way to abuse, um, having domestic violence in the home, substance abuse, all those types of things. So when the child experiences trauma, their brains learn that um, that lower part of their brain, which is like the survival part of your brain, that's the fight, flight, or freeze um, reactions, that part of their brain becomes very overreactive because they're consistently in an environment that is survival, whether that because they're being neglected or abused or Um, You know, they're always scanning the environment around them thinking, am I okay? Am I safe? What do I need to do to survive? And what that does is that it actually inhibits the upper part of the brain, which is the part that can regulate emotion and has reason and logic. And that part of the brain suffers because the lower part is so active. And so in that very critical time of their brain development when they're young, um, it changes things for them so that when they're older they are having behaviors that they cannot control Um, and that's and that's a wide range of things Hmm. but what tbri does is it teaches us to look at the child from a completely different lens so we're seeing these behaviors that look like you know they're a bad kid or it's a bad behavior but really it needs to come from a lens of what is that child experience that's causing Uh them to act this way Uh and so it's looking at it from that lens and then it's also a way to approach the child in a way that is connecting and that doesn't cause more trauma to them so it's a way to connect they learn as a child uh, not to trust adults in their life right if they don't have trustworthy adults growing up then they learn not Mm -hmm. to trust adults in general so it's a way to connect with them so that they can trust you and that then you can um, work on those behaviors with them in a way that is more healing and not doing more trauma to them, if you will. You know, it, it's interesting to hear you talk about that because I remember when I worked for Montgomery County Youth Services at their shelter and all that for five years, mm-hmm. um, teenagers, and they have behaviors. And we were doing that without knowing we were doing that, is looking as to why their behaviors are that 
and try to let them know that we were available to listen, just listen. And, um, you know, if they've been accustomed to these things over a period of time, their behavior is going to be a little more disruptive, you know? Right. Um, so that that's, it just sounds good, and I'm glad y'all are doing that. I hadn't seen that before either. So tell me, um, as far as ratio of kids in need and CASA advocates, are you always on the short end of needing more advocates for the number of kids that need somebody? So um, CASA Montgomery County is actually really proud that we have served 100% of the kids in Montgomery County for over eight years now. Wow, okay. So we, every so single child that's removed in Montgomery County gets an advocate assigned by us. Mm-hmm. So um, that's great. And oh, we love fabulous. that, and we will never, you know, you will never dip below that. And so what we've been doing is, okay, we've served every single child for the last eight years or a little over eight and years And does now. that go through teenagers as well? Yes, or so just the children kids? we serve are everywhere from newborn all the way to 18 when they age out okay. of the system. But it's all ages. Um, and so now we're, we've been looking at, okay, what, what more can we do at this point? Because we're serving every single child in the child welfare system. So what can we do more to help children in our community? Because what we do know is that there are actually a small portion of children that are removed from their homes. And there's a large portion of children in our community that are still living with trauma, Mm -hmm. and they're never going to be removed. So we're now looking at how do we reach those families and how do we reach those kids. So that is part of our big TBRI initiative Mm -hmm. is that we're going out and doing community training. And we're training Everyone that could potentially come into contact with kids. Schools. Exactly. So we're training um, the, che- the teachers and the counselors in CISD and Magnolia, and we're, we're expanding that into all the districts mm-hmm. around our community. We're training the teachers because they're the ones that are spending the most time with these kids. Actually, the Absolutely. kids are going into school and, and spending the most amount of hours. And they're the ones who see the things going on. Right. And we're training law enforcement. So, you know, some of these kids have law enforcement coming to their home on a regular basis with because maybe there's domestic violence in their home or mm-hmm. there's substance abuse going on. So training law enforcement in this TBRI so that when they show up to the home, they know what they're looking at. They know why the child might be acting a certain way, and they know how to connect with that child and make them feel safe and that they can trust them. So it's, a, it's now a matter of just it's, a, it's really creating a trauma-informed Montgomery County. We're doing training with judges. We're wow. doing training in the juvenile justice detention centers. So everyone that has the potential to come into contact with a child who's had trauma in their life, being more aware of what that looks like and how they can connect with the child in a different way than maybe they ever thought before. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad you came on so we can all learn about these things <laughs> and reduce the trauma in kids and let them know that somebody's there to support them. Right. So what have I not touched on? I'm sure there there's some other things going on, Lindsay. Yeah, so I mean, on the TBRI front, we do have a conference coming up in the fall. It's called the Childhood Trauma Impact Conference, or CTI Conference. And that's going to be presented by uh, Carolyn Mike Watford of the Watford Family Foundation. And mm-hmm. that is Friday, October 20th, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Church Project. Um, we have registration open now, so you can get tickets to that or you can buy tables. Um, it's on our website. You can find um, the information on that. And we've got um, some great speakers already confirmed and still working on some others. And that whole day is going to be all about TBRI and, and what it is hmm. and why we all need to know about it. And then we'll give some really practical advice and tools for people to use um, for that as well. 
So that's um, an exciting thing we have coming up. This is our second annual conference. We, uh, the first one we had last year was, was wonderful. And um, we have some upcoming fundraisers. We have uh, our second annual Casa Cornament or Cornhole Tournament, and that is going to be on Sunday, October 15th at B52 Brewing in Conroe. That is presented by Chesmar Homes. And we still have sponsorships available for that tournament, and then we will be opening up team registration in mid-August. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, bring the kids. You can sign up to have a team uh, to play cornhole. We'll have prizes. Um, we will have live music, and they have food trucks out there, and fun things for the kids like balloon artists and uh, face painting and things like that. So fun, family-friendly event that will raise funds for CASA. Um, we're just getting started on the planning for our 2024 gala, which will be March 2nd um, at Margaritaville. This will be our third year at Margaritaville. Um, we took that leap two years ago and, and moved our gala out of the woodlands to try something new and different, mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. been really successful, and people have really enjoyed it. So um, our gala is actually different than others because we make it sort of a staycation. So when you buy a table for the gala, you get rooms included with the table. Wow. So everyone gets to come to the event and spend the night at Margaritaville and enjoy all their amenities. So yeah. it's really a really cool and fun and unique experience. Hmm. That's a great idea. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, I work with Margaritaville. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah we've, they've been great. Yeah. So uh, oh, that's amazing. And I'm glad for you to tell me some of these events because I will put them in that magazine. Great. I'm the editor. <laughs> so I can do that. So we're working on October right now. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, okay. So your uh, volunteer events. So once they go to the conversations with CASA, they learn a little more. So when do you have these events where they have the training? Because I, I know that they have to have 35 hours of training, initial training, right? Up front, is yeah, that right? So there's a significant amount of training up front, and you can do some of that on your own as reading and online, and then we do have in-person training that you have to attend for a couple of days um, throughout the training mm -hmm. uh, period of time. And then um, once you finish your training, um, usually you're assigned a case um, pretty much right away if possible. And, and you have leeway telling them what age group or something exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. The advocates get to kind of choose for sure. So you can decide, do you want to work with teenagers? Would you like to have a younger child? You know, so yeah, you can you can definitely give guidance on what you're looking for as an advocate. And it's funny because I, I think I didn't give any guidance the first case. I just said, give me which, you know, the one you think I need to have. And I, I've had younger kids up until the one I have now, and I have teenagers and I love working with the teenagers. I always ask for teenagers because yeah. nobody wanted and them. I, and I never, <laughs> I, I didn't specifically ask necessarily, but um, but I just have really um, enjoyed getting to know the teenagers that I'm serving now. And, uh, That's good. Yeah, so I think I probably will request that next time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so we do have continuing education that the advocates have to do as well um, mm -hmm. every year so that we stay up to date on everything going on um, in the court systems and, and all that good stuff. So... Yeah, we get the case assigned, and then we're usually on the case. Uh, well, we are on the case for, for the duration, so it's usually about 12 to 18 months that we're on a child's case that we're assigned. Um, sometimes they go longer, but um, the goal is to have them really resolved in 12 months in the court system. So so is the goal uh, reunification when possible with the parents? The goal is always reunification with the parents if possible. I mean, there's been many, many studies that have shown that children just do better with their parents if possible. Mm -hmm. um, if biological parents are not an option, we still try very hard to make sure that they stay connected to family in some way. 
So we have something called CFE, and that's Collaborative Family Engagement. So as an advocate, if the parents, um, the biological parents aren't going to be an option, then we're working very hard on finding other family members to potentially place with place the kids with, kinship. to adopt, mm-hmm. kinship placement, exactly, um, or just at least to stay connected because the children um, always do better if they have some sort of connection in their life. You know, being removed from a situation that is not safe is obviously necessary, but it does remove them from their connections and the people mm-hmm. in their life as well. So we work very hard on trying to keep them connected in some way if we can with family or people who are like family to them. So um, CFE is something we do a lot of, too, and that's um, just to try to make sure that they don't lose connections in their life during this process. You're so well-informed. <laughs> and that comes from being passionate Very about much. what you're doing. Right. Uh, it's an amazing organization. I had... Um, very much a lot of great success when I was with that and we ended up in one case with four different kids very young kids get her with the aunt that really wanted the kids Mm -hmm. of course I don't know what happens after that but I mean you know it does make a difference and um, they're better off when they have somebody advocating for them so if anybody has the time to do this, of course, they don't have to be an advocate to volunteer. There's other opportunities for different things that you need. I mean, even events, right? That's right. Yeah. So a lot, some people will say, oh, I love what you're doing, but I just don't know that I have the time to commit to being an advocate. And, and that's okay. But we will take volunteers in, in many other ways. We definitely always need volunteers to help our events. So the Cornhole Tournament coming up, we'll need lots of people to help. The gala requires 50 plus volunteers to put that event on. Um, We also have things around our new office uh, location that we need help with. So we're actually getting ready to start a gardening club because we have the Amy Strifle Community Garden, and it's a beautiful garden. It requires a lot of maintenance to keep up with. So we're going to start having volunteers come and help us with the garden and make sure that it stays nice and beautiful. And so there's always ways to get involved even if it's not becoming an advocate we we always there's other things even if it's a one time or a longer period of time and what is the best way for them to get involved if they want to be a volunteer of any variety so the best way is to go to our website and and you'll find lots of information Casa on our website speaks for kids yes the number four yes. that's right and uh you can also email info at casa speaks the number four kids.com and that's our general mm-hmm. uh, email that anything that you're interested in learning about you can email that email address and uh, we'll get back to you very good i appreciate you coming on and Thank sharing so all about casa i mean i don't think i've had you guys on the show um, I know I've spoken with Allie, and I've known Allie for a long time, but it's it's been a while. I've hosted the show for seven years, but I don't I don't know when Casa came on. Well, we're glad to so, be here. Thank, thank you for, you for being us. here. Absolutely. You know, bringing yeah. more awareness, and maybe you'll get some volunteers out of this. That would be great. Well, I I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, hope I see you out in the community, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at TeamSinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com.
Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com. Hello, we are back now for our second session today, our second half to the show, and I am sitting across the table with Tiffany Idarola from Gullo Dealerships, and that's Toyota, Ford, Mazda. She's going to tell us all about that. And of course, they're connected to CASA, too, so it was on the first half of our show. So, so many things we're going to talk about, but we only have 30 minutes, but we can get it done. Right, Tiffany? Yes, okay. ma'am. So thanks for joining me today. And your role is uh, Community Relations Director. Yes, yes. So I'm part of many chambers, MCABW. I'm on the board of the Conroe Chamber. Um, I help with uh, Magnolia Chamber, um, WOMTAC. Um, I'm on the uh, board for WISE Conference. So I do a lot of stuff in the area. Community Woodlands. engagement. Yes, very much so. I'm in the community every day. Um, I want to meet new people every day and um, introduce them to what Gullo's all about. And so much, so much. So the dealerships, he's been involved with the dealerships for 53 years. 53 years. And he's such a happy man. <laughs> Tony Gullo is such a happy You man. know, he is such a happy guy. And he knows people throughout the community. He's very community engaged. It isn't just about the dealerships. It's about his engagement in the community. I know we keep saying that, but it is. Yes. He, he gives back. All the time. And, uh, I mean, he used to do this big Christmas event, and it looks like he's possibly doing yes, it again. Yes, he still does Christmas for kids. So um, every Christmas time, we bring um, some underprivileged children from our area and their families into the dealership. It's usually about 60 families. Um, and we give them a Christmas tree, ornaments, a ham, uh, presents. And we bring in a bunch of fun activities like uh, a balloon person and face painting and uh, Mr. Gullo himself himself um cooks burgers and hot dogs for them so it, it's a great event and he loves it we love it yes yes the employees work at it um santa comes so it, it's a it's a wonderful event um so he has his golf tournament in september um that raises money for that um so september 18th and that's going to be at wood forest golf club Yes, and you can go on to uh, christmasforkids.org and um, sign up. You can sign up as a sponsor or sign up, you know, to just play golf if you'd like. It's, it's a really great event, and it really helps just our community. Just be a part of it in one way or another. Uh, you've already got some sponsorships yet or no, not yet? Yes, we do. Um, Linda, who is uh, Mr. Gullo's daughter, takes care of uh, most of that. Um, she works on it all year long, but this is when um, it's open to now. If you if you want to sponsor, please. There's so many different things. A whole sponsor, which is very affordable. Mulligans, uh, 
you know, sponsor games, contests, beverage cart. That sounds fun. Golf cart sponsor, scorecard advertising sponsor, breakfast, lunch, food sponsor. So there, there's different ways to get involved. Christmas for Kids is where you want to go yep. and find yep. out more about that. Uh, GulloChristmasForKids.org. Yeah, it's right here. GulloChristmasForKids.org. So let's talk about the dealerships, too, for a minute. So he has three dealerships. Of course, we know Gullo Ford. There's Gullo Toyota and Gullo Mazda. Right. All right there in that 45 quarter in Conroe. Yep. Yep. <laughs> North and south. <laughs> you, you get it either way. <laughs> so. And his sons run it. Tony Jr. runs Toyota. Corky runs Mazda. And Sparky runs Ford. Um, and as our tagline is, we treat you like family. It, it's all about family. Um, it's, it's really big to Mr. Gullo. It's big to all of us. It's really important to all of our employees that everyone that comes in is, is treated like family. That is important. And he's, he's just a friendly guy. You know, I went to his, um, place in Magnolia, mm -hmm. which was truly amazing. He brings, um, some church groups and other things out to that and takes donations also for his Christmas for kids, which, which is great. And, um, you can't, I mean, nobody around here doesn't know his Christmas lights, um, that's always a great, if you have not seen that, you need I to go, go out and see, see those Christmas lights. They are absolutely amazing. So is that invite only? <laughs> no, you can drive by. Anybody you can drive, can drive by. by. So Anybody can. At, um, at some point, you need to go by and see all his car collection, Dick. It's well, the car like collection. over 100-ish <laughs> something. <laughs> it's amazing. But the Christmas lights are open. They start working on them um, in September to set them up for December. It's, it's a huge light show. So it's. He It'll did mention that when yes. we saw him. <laughs> oh, he, he did? Yeah, oh, of a, course he did. It's amazing. He used to play Santa, so he used to go out there and um, see all the kids and play Santa, but unfortunately now he, he doesn't do that anymore. But he will be out there from time and again saying hi to everybody, so you might run into him. He may be in a Santa suit. You just, you, you just, just never know. You just don't you know. You just have to go out there and see. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he still comes into the dealerships almost every day. Um, I love seeing him. He, he's just the best. He light, lights, lightens up every room. He has um, a big smile. Yep. He smiles everywhere he goes. It's, it's, it's great to see. Well, and, you know, it isn't just about the dealerships or the community things. He also is in partnership with all the other dealerships. They all know each other. Yep. He was friends with Mr. Buckaloo for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, he's been in this area for a long time. A long time. So, and as you know, everybody knows everyone. So oh, I do. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice just have to watch working for Mr. Gullo because I don't really have to say very much except that. Um, so people are have welcomed me with open arms, and, and that is just great. Um, I love my job. I love working for him. I put a lot of pride in it. Um, so it's very rewarding. What do you like best about working there with, for the dealerships? Because you were, you represent all three, right? Yeah, I just I I like the the sense of family. I like um, how everyone is just so friendly and accommodating. We all try to help each other. Uh, Mr. Gullo also on uh, on special occasions like Labor Day and and different things, we cook out for our employees. If there's ever a retirement, um, once a month we celebrate birthdays and anniversaries. So we'll have a cake at Toyota and then. Uh, one at Ford, they do Toyota and Mazda together. Um, and then once a year, they do do give um, employee recognition um, as far as how many years you've been there. And it's it's just amazing. It's amazing, you know, what 
the people that have worked there for 20 plus years is astounding, especially in this day and age, you don't really see um, that much of an employee retention. But if you look at his businesses, the employees don't want to leave. And it's because it's such a great environment. Um, and, you know, you just try to make every customer that walks in feel that way. And um, then they come back. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He just gave a big donation. I think it's in the magazine there. I think yes, I put it he in did. there uh, to the Montgomery County Veterans Memorial Park. And that was in honor of those that lost their lives in uh, that flight. Mm-hmm. They're doing a huge monument out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be great to see. And um, yeah, he does a lot. He does earning by learning so then he gives children dollars for every book they read he's been doing that for a very long time um he we contribute to all all of the schools in montgomery county um i go out to football games and do giveaways and um we're we're really deep setted the schools mean a lot to us um i spent a lot of time with the schools um making sure that they have what they need for our kids and our community to thrive um and that's really important to Mr. Gullo. It has been for a long time. Before he had Christmas for Kids in his uh, in the dealership, he used to go out to their houses to deliver these things um, to make sure that everybody had a Christmas tree and ornaments and, and food on Christmas. So it's just so man. near and dear to my heart. <laughs> you know, it makes me want to cry just because, you know, just the outpouring of love for our community means everything to a lot of us. How did you get connected with working with them? Okay, so I used to work at at Robard Steakhouse. It was in the Woodlands Resort. Uh-huh. And um, I met uh, Sparky Gullo, and his wife would come in for dinner all the time, and I met them, and then they started doing their Christmas parties there. And I knew them for almost a decade before I started working there. And wow. they just became my regulars. And um, I was a head server and, and a manager there, and I worked there for five years. But unfortunately, the restaurant has closed. I worked at Tris for two years. Um, and then when they reopened uh, this position, community relations director, after uh, COVID, because they had uh, let the girl go before COVID because they really didn't need a position like this, they decided to reopen it again. And they came to me and thought that I was a perfect fit. And I said, absolutely. I would, I would love it. And it's been... And you have fun. You're always smiling, too. Yes. It's been... It, you know, everything in life happens for a reason. It's been a godsend. I, I have utmost respect and love for the family and all the dealerships and I'm just so happy to work there so how can you not wake up and smile every day it's aw (laughs) (laughs) that's just so exciting (laughs) it is and I get to meet people every day for my job and I'm a people person Uh, I I love people I love talking to people I love helping people so I, I think that I fit really good in this position I hope they feel the same way you make me smile too and well, I needed a smile, so that's why I had you come on. <laughs> I did, too. I had kind of a rough day, but we won't talk about that on air, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, so what uh, – I know people can go in and buy a car, but how else can they engage with Gullo? S- service. Um, we have great service departments, Toyota, Ford, and Mazda. Uh, we can – can service any vehicle. It doesn't always really? just have to be a Ford. Yeah. They can you, do a Mini Cooper? Yep. I'm, I'm – 
I'm sure they can. They, okay. they are very talented service technicians. Um, I've seen a lot of cars going in and out of there. It doesn't just, and I, I say that at um, my community events too. It doesn't just have to be a Ford or a Toyota or a Mazda. Um, if you have any service needs, uh, you can come in. We also um, have a pretty big collision department. So if you get into an accident, um, you can call Gullo and they'll help you through that process as well. And um, as well as, um, you know, we have an enterprise renter car right on our lot. Um, if you need How that convenient. kind of service. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of ways that, that we can help you with your car needs. Wow. That's truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. I'm speechless. I don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is the most upcoming thing you have going on right now that uh, y'all are involved well, in? Just the, this first, Christmas the for charity kids and golf of course classic. the schools. You know, school is starting August 9th, so we're um, revving up for um, for football games and all those good things. You can look for me. My name is Tiffany. I'll be out there at the football games giving away giveaways. Um, You're going to be on the field, cheerleader, hello, yeah, let's go. I would go. love that. If they ask, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> You do flips and all that. <laughs> so when they make a touchdown, you're, you're yeah. out there flipping through. That would be great. Stay tuned. <laughs> you could be the tiger mascot. Yes. Yes, yes, I can. Okay. Jack of all trades. Okay. All right. Well, good deal. So uh, connect with the Charity Golf Classic. All you have to do is go to Gullo Christmas four f-o-r not number four like we talked about earlier but uh, gullo christmas for kids.org or just google it and linda gullo rodriguez is coordinating that so you can connect with her and i'm sure her email is on that website but uh he gives all this all the funds to the many charities that he's involved with and there's yes. there's a lot there, i mean there's, there's many scouts, i didn't there's even all kinds of things i didn't even touch the surface on the sponsorships that i get um, I get many, many on a daily, weekly basis, and, you know, we try to help as many as we can. Um, we, we're big in Montgomery County, and, and we, there, there's so many charities and so many people that need help. You just try to do the best to help everybody that we can. Well, what's on your wish list that you would like people to do for Gullo? Anything in particular? Just come and see us. Like I said, it doesn't just have, ask you don't for have Tiffany. to. Just <laughs> Yes, for everything. Yes, <laughs> just just give us a try. I mean, we have a an awesome used car lot. So if it's not um, a Ford or Toyota you're looking for, just look. Go go to gulloauto.com and you can look at all the cars that we have right now. Um, I'm sure that we have something for everyone. Um, so just keep us into consideration, and we would love your business, and we'll take good care of you. Well, that's the best reason to come by. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think that about does it for our show today. I want to give special thanks to Roger Stein Chiropractic and the Lake Conroe Realty Group for being our sponsors of the show. And, uh, of course, our producer, Dick Schisler. Thank you all very much. IRLoneStar.com. <laughs>